Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Mind your business only on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to the breakfast show. Audrey and Ryan with you here on Mind Your Business. So, in the real estate sector, there's a trend that has started to reshape the way many people live. Co-living, you'll come to find that it's not just a buzzword; it's a lifestyle that's gaining serious traction. And one of the companies that is tapping into this evolving landscape is Escort, a wholly owned business unit of Capitaland Investments. Escort grows its earnings through its hospitality management and investment management capabilities. Yeah, and as the company marks its 40th anniversary this year, expansion plans are also underway to meet the demands of locals and expats in Singapore looking for communal living. Spaces and to chat more about the company's plans, let's welcome Wong Ka Ling, managing director for Southeast Asia and head of strategy and global operations for the Escort Limited. Good morning, Ka Ling. How are you doing today? Good morning. I'm good. Right, great to have you on. So let's get talking about what's special about the Escort because we hear about co-living quite a bit. So what is unique about Escort as a bit of a USP? So maybe let me start by giving a quick intro about Escort. Um, as you mentioned, um, Escort is the lodging arm of Capitaland Investment, a leading real estate you know, management uh, company with more than $130 billion of real estate under management. And a real estate range you know, from commercial, retail, office you know, to industrial park. Escort pioneered you know, the service resident product in Asia back in 1984. Um, and we have actually evolved from a real estate focused company to a global hospitality company with 14 brands and more than 940 properties across more than 220 cities in over 40 countries across the world. Escort Business Model is powered by two engines. Our first is our investment management engine that is anchored by our Capitaland Escort Trust, which is a listed REIT you know, on a Singapore stock exchange and a private fund business. The other engine is the lodging management, which is the operating arm that focuses you know, on operating service residents, co-living and hotels under one of our 14 brands. Because of these two engines, um, Escort business model is very unique, which goes back to Ryan, your, your point mm-hmm. about you know, our USP. So our business model is very different from the other hospitality players because of our two engines, you know, the real estate investment management and the lodging management arm, plus you know, our access to the broader capital and investment ecosystem. Um, we are able to provide holistic solutions you know, to our partners. Um, the other USP is really about our flex hybrid accommodation model. Uh, or which is what we also called our hotel in resident model, which enable us, you know, to flex our product to cater to both the long and short stays, to guests, you know, traveling alone, you know, with families, you know, or in groups, um, and also guests, you know, uh, who are traveling for leisure business, you know, or what in our industry called the blend leisure, you know, industry. So very much, you know, uh, our key, you know, unique selling point is really about our business model and our flex and you know, our hybrid uh, accommodation concept. All right, thanks so much for that thorough breakdown. We want to hone in on the concept of co-living, uh, which is rapidly gaining traction here in Singapore. Ascot has been at the forefront of this, recently announcing its fourth co-living property, Life, L-Y-F, for those not familiar. Uh, 
there's going to be one in Bugis soon, right? Yes, that's right. We're very excited and I'm personally very excited about the Life brand. Um, so it is a brand that we conceptualized and launched in 2019, you know, with our first Life of uh, Funan in Singapore. Do you want to make a guess what LYF stands for? Ooh, <laughs> put me on the spot. Do you know, Ryan? I'm guessing L is for live yes. your fun. Live your freedom. Live oh, your freedom. Very good. Yes, yeah. So life has its roots, you know, as a co-living product, you know, but has since actually broadened to include other typology. From co-living now to include uh, limited service residences, you know, full service, city hotels and resorts. The key is really to tap on the growing demand for experiential-led social living. So life, you know, our target segment is the millennial-minded. You know, it's, age is not a number, it's really about the mindset. It is really about meeting the needs, you know, of guests, you know, who are seeking the best of all worlds, right? You know, where they're able to mix privacy with social living, really combining a space, you know, for them to stay, you know, work and play. So how do we actually do that? Um, it is actually really through dynamic, you know, and thoughtful design and programming. It's all about turning our shared facilities into social spaces and bring a lot of all these, you know, spaces to life, you know, by our ambassador of BAS, uh, which is, you know, a role that is specially created, you know, for our life brand. Um, and their and the main, you know, focus is really about uh, curating all the activities, you know, to drive uh, meaningful engagement um, among our guests. So one example is, you know, typically if you look at a laundry, right, you know, in most of, you know, the facilities or hotels, you know, it is typically tucked in one corner, you know, but for us, you know, we essentially make, you know, the whole laundry experience, you know, um, into something a bit different. So we call it wash and hang, you know, we have, you know, very unique design, you know, that becomes a talking point, you know, for our guests. We put in a vending machine there, you know, where you can actually be having, you know, a beer or, you know, some snacks, you know, inside. So the wash and hang, the word hang actually is hanging your clothes and it's also all about hanging out. Mm. So that's a bit of, you know, how we are pretty much, you know, uh, turning this shared facilities, which is typically, you know, uh, not uh, something that's very unique into social spaces and making sure, you know, that our hardware and software are enabled, you know, to bring forth the whole uh, social living for all our guests. Yeah, how it typically works in co-living is you have a bunch of different people they have their own rooms where their beds are and then you've got a communal spaces that that's they right. share so like laundry the kitchen perhaps yes that's right barbecue pits maybe yes yeah, so very much what, you know, Ryan, you mentioned. So it is about uh, giving guests, you know, the privacy into their own rooms, you know, and bringing a lot of all these so-called shared facilities into the common area. But instead of just, you know, having a kitchen, you know, we turn our kitchen into a social kitchen mm. and our kitchen is called Born. So very much, right, you know, it is, you know, not just about having a fridge, you know, and your stove, right? So it's all about um, putting and being very careful and thoughtful about the way we're laying out the kitchen design and really just encouraging the guests to interact and also our ambassador of bars, you know, will mm. curate, you know, our experiences. Like for instance, Chinese New Year, they'll be hosting, you know, like pineapple tarts, you know, making classes uh, to uh, bring, you know, our residents, you know, together. So very much, you know, we're taking a spin, you know, on these shared facilities, really, you know, to make it into social uh, spaces. So, because at the end of it, a lot of the guests taking a lot more authentic, you know, experiences. Huh? And again, as what I mentioned earlier, it's really about, you know, providing uh, guests, you know, with 
uh, the best of all worlds, right? About having their privacy and yet, you know, having the ability, you know, to engage uh, uh, with others. Yeah, so really facilitating the social aspect of things, right? So where are these guests coming from? What demographics are they in? Yeah, so we actually, the brand is actually focused on millennial minded. Um, so the age group at the end of, is really about the mindset. So generally, you know, for the guests, you know, that is in Singapore, we actually have a good, you know, mixture of guests, you know, from all nationalities and also across all age group. But very much is really about the millennial, which is typically about your 25, you know, to about your 40, you know, kind of age group. So, but we do actually have guests, you know, that comes in a little bit older, but uh, very much, you know, uh, they are really seeking, you know, a different type of uh, living and engaging, you know, with more the millennial minded uh, mm. guests. So we have actually quite a good diversified portfolio, you know, of guests in Singapore and also across. So life very much has, um, since its inception in 2019, it has experienced, you know, quite exponential growth. So we talk about uh, our latest edition of our live bouquets uh, that will come online middle of this year. That is our fourth live in Singapore. We opened, you know, the first live in Funan in 2019 and we have our second in One North that opens in 2021 uh, um, and our Ferrer Park in 2022. So we're very excited about it. So four in Singapore and now we have over 30 properties in 21 cities, you know, globally because we do see a very strong demand, you know, for this experiential-led social living. Mm. Our ambition is really to have 150 live properties uh, by 2030. Wow. Yeah. So some innovative features that you guys are clearly focusing on, you know, but managing costs is a big thing. It's a perpetual challenge in the hospitality sector. As we know, recent times have brought some additional pressures as well. So how has the industry adapted to these challenges? For our model, I mean, if I take life as an example, so uh, in terms of the manning ratio, uh, we are actually very lean and mean. Um, so typically in the hotel world, we generally look at, you know, the number of headcount per room. So in our live property, typically we run at about 0.1, you know, 0.2 um, headcount, you know, per room. Very much, you know, it's all about combining roles. So in life, as an example, uh, we don't have your typical guest services, you know, marketing manager or what. We have a lot of all these roles combined into what we call the lifeguard. They are very much, you know, your guest service agents, you know, your concierge, your community managers, as well as our marketing. So they are multitasking, you know, um, and we had, you know, a robust training program uh, to equip them, you know, with the skill. So with this whole multitasking and also leveraging on technology, whether is it through our ASR app that you're able to check in, you know, and use that as your mobile key, we are actually managing this whole manpower issue through job redesign and mm. also tapping on technology. Yeah, just to expand on that, how much have you had to adjust prices and how much does that feed into your financial track records over the past few years in terms of where revenues are coming from? Yeah, so for Escort, we have actually evolved as a group, right, you know, from a Singapore-based you know, real estate-focused company 40 years ago to today, a global hospitality company. The strategic shift, you know, to an asset-heavy to an asset-like company and we have very much also doubled our portfolio units uh, almost every five years. So about 20,000 units you know, in 2008 to over 160,000 units today with the portfolio doubling every five years, you know, and the shift, you know, to an asset-like business model, our financial track record is very strong. We will continue as a growth strategy to expand on our asset-like strategy and focus, you know, on growing quality uh, fee income. So we have also announced, you know, our new target of uh, doubling our fee revenue to over 500 million uh, in the next five years. Yeah, talking about evolving over the past four yes. decades, you've also started exploring using 
TikTok to reach your target audience. Yes, that's right. Yeah, so uh, we have also been using different social media channels, including TikTok, you know, which has actually been gaining a lot of popularity among the younger generation. So for our citizens, you know, launched back in 2022, we have actually launched you know, a global marketing initiative where we invited uh, TikTok influencers, you know, from all around the world to create uh, the most engaging stay experience um, under our citizens brand. Um, so TikTok is one of the channels, you know, that we're actively using, you know, in addition, you know, to other social uh, media channels. All right. Well, actually, fun fact, we here on The Breakfast Show has also launched our own TikTok channel. So, Congratulations. So we're completely <laughs> on board with that idea. Um, some great insights to the future of co-living spaces and the growing demand for the concept. Thanks so much, Carling, for joining us and coming in this morning. Thank you. We were speaking with Wong Carling. She's with the Ascot Limited as the Managing Director for Southeast Asia and Head of Strategy and Global Operations. Stay with us on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.